Hi, this is Killian from MK Ultra Film. How's it going? It's going good, man. Harry, I'm worried that I'm speaking too quiet. It's not going to come through. It will come true. And I want to say a special hello to Tabitha. <laughs> yes, Tabitha is a, is a colleague of mine who made a very, very, you know, fair comment that how could we, um, how could we critique the sound quality in the film Heat? Among other things I critiqued about it, when the sound quality of our own podcast was so poor. And, you know, accepted and we learn from our mistakes and we all we are always looking to learn new things so mm-hmm. if anyone has any tips or anything we'll 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 try and improve but we as are you listening see, we are learning and we are getting better constantly improving we're not perfect but we are hoping to get there one day oh, it's possible <laughs> it's definitely possible so yeah killian and i took out a large loan from the credit union and we purchased a whole soundboard yeah uh, so we need this podcast to start making back money quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, we're looking at some hefty repayments. Mm. Um, so either we'll be homeless or this podcast becomes mm. a major success. We need an intern to set up a Patreon and then we need the Patreon to fund the intern's yeah. salary. Yeah. <laughs> we be- yeah. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to... Does no. anyone want to work for free for a while? Fair, fair, fair criticism. Um, also got quite a lot of heat. Uh, oh. Regarding heat, that was that was accidental. But I got a lot of heat for how much I didn't like heat. Too bad I didn't fucking like it, and it's I think it sucks. One yeah. actually, one person, Rob Clark, said uh, I actually only liked heat on my second viewing, so it's worth a second watch. Now, it's two and a half hours long. Yeah, you I think if if you're gonna make me rewatch a film to like it, it's gonna have to. It's like when people were asking me to watch, uh, what is it? Breaking Bad mm. till the fourth season. I watched three seasons of it and it was mm. dog shit. And then they were like, no, no, the fourth season, that's when it really comes together. Mm. Although I'm not doing it. That's 10 hours of viewing. Yeah, yeah. We also got a lovely message from one Mark Maloney, who I really like saying your name, Mark Maloney. You want to mm. go? Mark Maloney. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, anyway, he said, do you remember which f- movie about a dead dog made Mark sob throughout his review? Well, we got a little story about that. We had a nice little coincidence. Yeah, that was a that was a bizarre coincidence because I think what like the first of all the movie is called Hachiko a Dog's Tale starring Richard Gere. Um and it's about Richard Gere has a dog. I actually can't really remember what happened. It was during Richard Gere week, I think. We we yeah. did a whole week dedicated to Richard Gere and we just watched his movies and you watched yeah. this one about But needless to say, like yeah. it's sad. Like, has there ever been a movie about a dog where the dog doesn't fucking die at the end? Not a spoiler alert, but he dies. But like yeah. anyone who goes into that movie not expecting the dog to die, sh- too bad. Um, I think I remember you whimpering going, this is how the review started. I remember quite well. You were like, it was very irresponsible of them to make that film. Yeah. <laughs> very irresponsible. It's not fair. Like, it's like, I don't know why they need to keep making these movies where it's clearly just like a film about someone who loves a dog and the dog dies. But um, yeah. So anyway, the point of this is we get that message from that guy, but Two days before, Emer, my girlfriend's parents, were on holiday somewhere in Italy, and uh, Emer got a photo on WhatsApp from her mum of this beautiful little Japanese Akita mm-hmm. saying, oh, I spent the night with a movie star. That sounds weird. She didn't say that. She said, <laughs> she said I had drinks with a movie star or something like that. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> No, but, uh, and it was a photo of that dog and she said this dog was in a movie with Richard Gere and it turned out that she feckin' met the dog from uh, fucking that movie. Yeah. And, and then two did, days yeah. later, this guy texts us saying, what's the name of that movie? Hachiko. Mark Maloney. He's clairvoyant. Is that what you're clairvoyant, right? Mark Maloney. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Not only do you have a lovely name, but you, you're clairvoyant. Uh, also nice to like realize that they obviously don't kill the dog in order to make the movie like the dog is alive it's good to know that yeah when a dog dies in a film it it continues living in the Mm -hmm. real world it's just an act it's an acting it's the dog is acting Mm. anyway so yeah i haven't recorded a podcast in a while but we got some fucking hot films today oh my day is it just me or is there just so many big movies in the cinema at the moment oh my god the cinema is popping off yeah there's every time i look at it there's a new one oh my god there's a new one you know, we got we got unbelievable. We got everything everywhere all at once, which is, you know, the sleep. Well, the, the, the low budget film that has just completely made so much money. It's just mm. gone incredible. It's like this weird, wacky uh, film that I think most people have seen. 
Um, we've Ma- obviously got Top Gun, which is oh yeah, going to be one of the biggest films ever. I think. I think it's going to be a real big money maker. I got a uh, Jurassic World Dominion, mm-hmm. which is for anyone who listens to Pod will know that's a, a big one for me to see. Uh, well, maybe it's not really. But Did, anyway, Jurassic Park is your favorite film. It's my favorite film ever. Yeah. But I'm kind of like the franchise is tarnished now. Mm. But um, what was the last? Jurassic Park one that was good. What are we on? Two. We're, number, we're two. on number six. Six. The last one that was good was two. And we're on six. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> so it's it's only a third of it has been good. But anyway. Yeah. And then what about I'm gonna review am I gonna review Jackass, I guess? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jackass is getting reviewed. Jackass four? I think it's four. I think we're at four now. Jackass. Yeah. Uh Yakash Fia. Yakash, uh for our German listeners. Yakash. Yo, so, uh, Los Gates. Los Gates, so what, what will we start with? Probably Everything Everywhere. I think that's the most, the, the thing that's the one people want to hear the most. Okay, okay. So here are our opinions about Everything Everywhere all at once. Um. Oh, actually, one thing I do remember is in both of our voice messages, we gave no uh, narrative plot information about the film. Oh, really? So just, yeah. So just to give you a quick summary of what the film is about, it's about uh, a family of, Chinese immigrants who are who own a laundrette, a laundrette, and basically it's a multiverse film. The laundrette is doing really, really badly. It uh, looks like they might have to go in, uh, like it might get taken away from them by the taxman or something like that. They've done their receipts wrong. They go into the tax office, and there's this horrible person, pencil pusher behind the desk, played by Tilda Swinton. Um, all the actors are famous. One of them. That's not Tilda Swinton. Yeah, it's not Tilda Swinton. That's what I'm saying. It's fucking. Um, it's your one from Halloween. Yeah, it's your one from Halloween. It's it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. And yes. That's what I was saying. I was really, really I mix up Jamie. That Lee was Curtis a and different Tilda universe. Swinton sometimes that was one of the different universes. Yeah. Ones. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, while they're going to the tax office to sort out their shit, uh, the universe starts splitting, and we have this multiverse situation comes up that comes up, and uh, I think essentially that's kind of all you need to know. You, there's not really any hope in explaining the rest of the plot, but it's this family. The business is doing badly. There's issues between the mother and the daughter and the husband and the wife might be getting divorced. And then you have this family drama and then you have this multiverse kind of drama going on at the same time. Yeah. And, yeah. That's it. In a nutshell. That's it. Is that okay? I think you did a You did a better job than I could do. I would have just been like, it's a woman goes to tax office and loads of crazy shit starts happening. Well, that's. Same thing. I mean, that sounds a lot better. I mean, maybe we could edit out what I said because I think what you said was a lot better. Let's uh, let's roll. We go with you. You first. I think. I think you first. Okay. So I just watched the film. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, and um, yeah, a lot of people really like this movie. I've heard some people saying it's the greatest film I've ever seen. I've heard people saying it's excellent. Um, and I thought it was good. Hmm. I, at first, when it first came on, I was like, oh, yeah, hello. This is going to be pretty good. And then for a large portion of the film, it became incredibly annoying to watch. Um, and it was weird so the film is like about these multiverses and the person kind of going through all these different multiverses and she's kind of like able to to kind of transition and see like if she made certain decisions in her life how her life would have ended up but not in like a just a normal conventional way like in like crazy like you know flying all over the world in one world she's a fucking kung fu master in another world she's got like hot dogs for fingers in another world and i don't know if you know that rick and morty episode where they go through all the different universes but it's pretty much just like that um but the thing about the rick and morty one is like that's only like a 20 minute long show whereas this is like a two hour and 20 minute long film and there's one particular like large chunk of the film in the middle where she's kind of just flipping through all these universes and i found it i described it to, to someone as um it was kind of just like watching a bunch of music videos back to back but from artists that you like don't really know <laughs> or care about. So like you're kind of like, I guess this is visually engaging, but like I don't want to really watch like 15 music videos in a row. Maybe unless it was like some band you really like, but I don't know this band. I don't know this particular band in question. So 
after a while i was kind of like fuck and then also it was so high energy like it was so crazy that after a while you kind of get a bit jaded with this and you're like so much crazy stuff has been happening for so long that it's actually gone too far to the extent that i now think it's boring um you know it's like it's like eating a really rich meal accompanied with a very rich drink and a very you know it's like once you push everything to the max level and there's no kind of there's no kind of lulls it's just non-stop the rich meal analogy wasn't very good but you know what i'm trying to say it was just like non-stop and i was kind of like oh fuck um this is boring and it kind of made me want to take out my phone um which i did i admit i i did only for a little little bit um but it just lost me but then towards the end it kind of brought me back um the humor and it's a bit cheesy it's kind of a bit marvelly humor and blah blah but it did i did shed a tear a bit later on there's kind of like a character arc thing that was good um and yeah like i found all the characters i didn't really like any of them i kind of didn't like any of the characters in this especially the main character um but she did have kind of a there was a development that happened there over the course of the film even though everything was seemingly random there was kind of a coherent thing and there was you know there was there's merit to it you know it, had, it was a good film in the end that most of it i was like fuck this film's fucking stupid and then towards the end i was like oh, okay you know i can see why people like it so much but overall i didn't think it was that good um i think the, the core idea was good but they just got a bit fucking carried away with the old multi-dimensional shit and kind of the humor was kind of annoying and blah blah, blah. it's too long um everything everywhere all at once well just watched everything everywhere all the time at the moment and at all moments and everything every day everything bagel <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> yeah we watched it uh and it's like ron seal does exactly what it says on the tin you know, like when you first hear the name of that title of that movie, you're like, that is a weird title for a movie. And then you watch the film, you go, that's the only thing that film could have been called. Because it truly is everything, everywhere, all the time. Um, I guess uh, you might have explained the plot in your review, and we'll play this one second. But safe to say, it's a beautiful film. It manages to be action, uh, comedy, uh, drama. It's like, it's like the way with the multiverse, there's a sort of a multiverse of genres together in the film, which is really, really nice. The performances are so good. I mean, like the way they're able to flip through these different characters, uh, like the actors obviously have to play different characters from the different multiverses and stuff like that. They're so good at doing it. Uh, there's some real good slapstick humor. The, the raccoon joke is like had me laughing every single time. It's a very special film. I, I don't think I've seen a film like that before. Uh, and it's really, really cool that it exists. And uh, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was great. Anything to add, Anna? And uh, nope. And that's your two-word review from Anna. One word. <laughs> One word review from Anna. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Good movie. There you go. Yeah. You liked it a lot more than me. I did. Yeah, no surprise there. That's because uh, I have better taste than you, I think. Do you think? No. <laughs> did you not find, did you, when I, like, did you not find it annoying at all? So, something happened, we, we did that review, and then we listened to your review, and a lot of times when you said things, and went, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I think that this uh, film... If you're looking back on it, it was probably a little too much. It was probably yeah. too. It was probably a bit too long. Um, it could have been a bit shorter. Completely. Uh, but overall, uh, and maybe there was like too many like little throwaway bits that maybe could have just been cut out. You know, yeah, yeah. With that is length essentially. But overall, I'm just willing to forgive it so much because it it was such an out there idea. I think I think it was really out there, and the and the what. Okay, I'll get to what I think you're going to say. But it's such an out there idea um, in terms of trying to, like, you know, fit this and really successfully done. I think a lot of different 
the multiverse is everywhere at the moment. But to really successfully make, a, you know, a story about a family and like even kind of like it's kind of a queer film and like kind of give this nice character arc and and have it tied so neatly in, in the end was just I thought it was just really bang on. And I thought the performances mm. you didn't mention, I thought the performances were so good as well. Everyone. Uh, I wasn't, I, like the performances, I didn't notice, didn't notice them. Okay, okay. I was okay. too busy texting. Yeah. But I think a lot of people who watch Rick and Morty didn't like this. They thought it was a ripoff. I, like, I'm not a big Rick and Morty, like fucking pickle Rick mm. dude, you know? Okay. <laughs> but uh, I just saw, <clears throat> I just made the comparison because that's like, that episode of Rick and Morty is like a known it's just like another multiverse thing where it's not like, you know, like all the Marvel films do the multiverse, but it's all like mm-hmm. Marvel centric. Whereas the Rick and Morty one was kind of just yeah. going to loads of random places and doing random stuff. And that's kind of what this one was like. Yeah. Going to loads of random places. And I think, uh, yeah, but I think that the Rick and Morty use it as a, as, as a Rick is a character who has discovered the multiverse and mm. it's an existential, he, he realized life is meaningless and, and, and he, he realized nothing has any meaning. And that's his kind of issue, which is very, very similar to the to the, the main villain in, in, in this film. So there is like, I do see that as a, I do agree with that. In, in I don't know way. if I would like, okay, maybe. I don't know. I never really read into the Rick and Morty episode. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was just yeah. silly stuff. Like, yeah, no, it is. No, it is silly stuff. No. <laughs> I thought they were just doing a bit of silly stuff. <laughs> Not too deep. But uh, <laughs> the, I just thought like the actual story itself. I feel like they could have made it more of a story out of the multiverse. Oh, really? Like, I don't know. I didn't really understand what the alternate version. You know, the way there was kind of like the multiverse version of people and the real life version of people. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of assume, I sometimes, I assume that the multiverse versions would always have some kind of tie back to their real person. It would kind of, re- yeah. it was supposed to be like revealing of like their character or okay, aspects okay. of their character in some way. And I couldn't tie it back really in that way. Well, you you couldn't see how the sausage fingers people, the multiverse <laughs> with the sausage fingers, you no, couldn't see how that was. But like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know how like the daughter is in the multiverse and her character, her character in the multiverse is totally different to her character in the real world Mm -hmm. i would have assumed that like her character in the multiverse is representative of some aspect of her and her mum's relationship or something like that and maybe but like i I didn't really i didn't really get that but maybe it's like not fair to say i made assumptions about this film and they weren't realized before me you know yeah but no i i mean i think that's fair uh like it could have maybe linked them all together but i mean i guess it's this whole multiverse thing and you know I don't know why. I don't know why it's everywhere at the moment. People seem to think it's just this beautiful uh, narrative device to create really fun, wacky stories and do whatever you want. But honestly, I think they're just pretty tiring and and yeah. I don't really enjoy them at all. I really don't like them in the Marvel sense no. of it. But uh, but I thought this was a successful use of the multiverse. Actually, I finished watching that and I was like, all right, no more multiverse, please. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But do you know, I also find like I quite like... I like like watching movies and reading books and stuff about crazy, crazy stuff. Mm. Um, but that's such a like vague sentence. Yeah, like, no, yeah, you like reading <laughs> books about crazy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. That's cool. That's cool, man. It'll make sense now. It'll make, <laughs> it'll make sense now. But like, I like when there's like rules to it. You know, like if you read okay. a book, this was, it's actually reminded me of. Do you remember? You're a big Flan O'Brien fan. Yeah, and that book, The Third Policeman. Mm-hmm. I found that kind of annoying to read because I felt like if you just have it established it that like anything at all can happen, mm-hmm. so you can just be walking down the road and then you're fucking house will turn into a car and your car whatever you know like yeah, I, yeah, like yeah literally yeah, yeah. anything can happen and i find when there's just no boundaries i actually lose interest because i'm like i could just turn the page and the man will turn into a do fucking... you watch time travel movies and the ones that you prefer the ones that are more kind of theoretically accurate yeah like looper is is people say the best time traveler film because it's really like theoretically accurate i yeah i don't know like i don't really like time but you're travel not movies. a big fan of what's his name uh like the guy who did the Batmans and, and Interstellar and stuff. Chris like that. Nolan. Yeah. No. Isn't aren't his films meant to be kind of like that? But no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just talking about like let's let's take a movie where like like 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like what, what? Like, just think about it. like, let's say fucking Harry Potter, right? Mm -hmm. Harry Potter, they're all wizards. Grand, they're all wizards, right? Hogwarts isn't okay, going to fucking I think I, I think disappear someday. Or, like, yeah. they're not all going to change species or, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of know, like, right, they're yeah. wizards. They can do like a certain amount of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this reminds me of uh, like rule number one when you're learning comedy improv. Mm. Uh, you walk in, this is the mistake that everyone makes in there doing improv is you walk up to someone and you try to say the funniest thing that you can imagine and you walk up and they say oh you're going to be two guys sitting on a park bench uh having a disagreement and then mm. uh you know the first guy says hey you know oh that's my sandwich and then the other person who's just like you know it's their first time doing improv mm -hmm. goes this isn't a sandwich this is a dog shit yeah, and then yeah. You, the other person goes, "What?" And you don't know where to go. And they, you know, the rules of reality get completely <laughs> that, warped. That's actually and, exactly and can, what I'm talking it, about. Yeah, and it's it's this idea. I agree. Yeah, like the within the sphere of the world that's been created, there has to be some sort of rules. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if they were broken in this. Well, I just felt like multiverses. Oh, one general. second she's fucking kung fu expert. Next second she's a chef. Next second she's a fucking sausage finger woman. Next second she's this, and I was kind of like, okay. But it's multiverse. I know, but like, it's also <laughs> fiction, and they can make it not like that. Did you not? Yeah. Did you not get tired at all of just like? Um, did I get tired? I don't know. I think. I think you know when a film just has you on its side. Yeah, it, ha it just had me on its side. But I think if I watch that again, which I'm not sure I would do, mm. I think if I watch that again, I probably will at some point. But I, it wasn't. It wasn't a film that I was like, can't wait to watch that again. It was just like you were saying. I thought the rich chocolate cake thing was pretty accurate um but you were you were like you were like relishing the cake you were if like, i think i was like i'm gobbling oh, it up but delicious. i probably think I have a, a bit of a sick belly now oh because um, i was like kind of sickened by the cake i couldn't finish it <laughs> I should have just taken a smaller slice mm. uh, but no i think if i was to watch it again i probably i think there would be moments where i would be a bit like ah mm. i can't wait for the next ra uh, raccoon bit which was great also, the comedy I thought was pretty. I I was laughing a lot. I was laughing a lot. I'm quite. But I'm an easy laugher. Yeah, you are. So um, I will laugh at most things. The the yeah no the comedy was was fine like I was, it's it could be worse but it it was a bit cheesy at times like the whole like I stored the world on a fucking bagel I was like oh, stupid. What I liked about this film though was it was able to marry the ridiculous and the silly with the kind of tender and soft. I thought that was really nice the way it was like you know this this bagel idea which is you know in essence really dumb that, that's mm. the everything everywhere is is all about sort of an everything bagel um oh yeah okay uh, and i thought that was kind of cool that it was like a really dumb but it also they could use it as a serious plot point i thought that was kind of nice yeah yeah i know yeah i know what you mean but like did you also not feel like there were times when like you she was shown an alternative life that she could have lived mm -hmm. And it seemed way better. Like she's a famous actress and it kind of basically said if she never married her husband, she would be famous or she'd be way better off. Yeah. And then at the end, she kind of was like, fuck, that's, I'm totally like just saying what happens in the film, actually. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing a bad job here. But no, I think that's fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. But then I was about to say, then at the end that I had to, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of forgot we were yeah. on pod mode. Yeah. Um... But yeah, look, sure, look. I, overall, I know I this is this would be classic me where I just fucking start talking about a film as if I think it sucks, and then I actually did like it, and I did yeah. shed a tear, and I mm -hmm. um I thought it was good, but there was a lull in the middle. But if you mm -hmm. if you if you're watching it and you get to a lull, I say see it through. Killian says there'll be no lull, but I think you may experience some sort of a lull. I think this film is maybe a victim of its own success in some ways in that I imagine it was probably going to be some sort of more niche film or more of a mm. cult film. And instead it's become a mainstream film. Mm. And I'm surprised I, I watching that. I was like, there's no way I would have thought this would be like something that is, you know, top of the box office and everyone is going to see it, but everyone is going to see it. So I imagine, mm -hmm. Uh, it would probably usually only be viewed by people who would really want to see that film, whereas now it's it's being viewed by everyone. So I think you, you know some people will be bored watching it. Everyone, ever all at once. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the title was good as well. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, sure. Look, you know, I'm, I'll never ever ever watch it again. Um, but I doubt that. I watched it and it's fine. I didn't. Yeah, it's a good movie. I think Mark is saying it's also a good movie, and I definitely think you would agree that people should go check it out. Go see it. That go see it. But you yeah. know what you shouldn't go see? What? 
Jurassic World Dominion. Will Spoiler you, alert. I, I went I, to see fucking <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion and I don't even need to just, I'm just going to fucking buckle up, folks. This is a long one. Here we go. So I just saw Jurassic World Dominion, um, the sixth film in the Jurassic Park franchise. Um, franchise, which, as you know, I love, well, I love a third of very much. And yeah, man, it was so bad. Like, just as a movie, it was it was terrible. Like, the story was fucking all over the place. It was a total fucking mess. There was like, I didn't like. There was too much shit going on. There was like, we have dinosaurs, yeah. Obviously, we've dinosaurs. That's enough. And the whole new things, dinosaurs in the city. Hey, it happened at the end of Jurassic Park two. Bit of fun. In this, it's not fun. The dinosaurs inexplicably are in every country in the world. I don't know how they managed to bust out of whatever zoo they were in in Jurassic World 2, and suddenly they're in, like, every continent. But uh, we have that. Surely you can get a fucking story out of that. Apparently not. There's this whole plot about, like, giant, I'd say, like, what, like, let's say, like, rabbit hair. Like, the hairs in Dublin Airport. Like, a hair-sized locusts there's a like a plague of locusts flying all all over and they're wrecking crops and that's like one of the main plot points these locusts that are wrecking crops and then the other part the that's like one plus why i i don't care about these like uh, why am i looking at these locusts and then the other part of the plot is this about this girl who's a clone of a woman and the people want to kidnap her. Like, I don't fucking care about this girl or the woman. I'm here. I'm here for one thing, and that's fucking dinosaurs. I don't want the clone. I don't want the, you know. And then, it, what? Yeah. So that's just as a movie shite. And then, the special effects are so bad. Like the, the Jurassic Park one came out in 1993. How are the special effects better in that than they are in this? Like. The CGI is particularly just awful. It's genuinely worse. I think Jurassic Park One was like one of the first films ever to use CGI, and how is it? How is it better <laughs> than what this is? Like it's not even just in like a, oh modern films use too much C- CGI way. Like uh, like considering all films, this is a particularly fucking bad one. And even I went to see it with Owen. Owen pointed out like even the animatronic dinosaurs look so shit. Like they look real rubbery and fake, and they don't—they kind of look like cartoony dinosaurs. They look so stupid, like, and they like there was so much stuff that was just horrible, like horrible throwbacks to the original film. Having the, the so Al, um fucking Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum are in it, and it's just fucking horrible to see them because they're just being paraded around and they fucking make them do a lot of shit that happens in the first movie. It's kind of like, you know, you know, when you see like Super Bowl ads and they get like an actor to do something from a film, but it's in the context of fucking like State Farm Insurance or something. It's like that, but for like three hours, it's just them like saying like, oh, clever girl and stuff. And you're like, oh, fuck you, man. Like, it's so bad to like, it's just like they've like taken a film that's good and then they've just like. They've just dug up like Jurassic Park one resting peacefully with the actors and storyline that was in it resting peacefully in the grave. And then Colin Trevorrow, the director of this film, just fucking reefs the grave open with a pickaxe and parades the corpse of the movie around for all to see and fucking has his merry way with it. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was a bit much. Um, but that's what he did. Like there, there are so many scenes that were just recreations of scenes in the first film. Like exactly, like the bit where they go into the electric wire tunnel and they follow the blueprints to to restart the power. That exactly happens in this. There's a bit where like the T Rex is on one side of the car and they're on the other side and he keeps spinning around in the mud. That exactly happens. There's a bit where a car's teetering on the edge of a cliff. Blah blah. There's also a lot of dialogue that's quoted from the first movie. But the like new cast members like Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard say it to the old cast members in a kind of a like, oh, we're in your role now. But it's like, fuck off. Just write a new fucking story. There's like, Jesus. So, Mark, what what did you really think of the movie? You know, I've had some time to uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had some time to cool down. And I actually think, you know, it was a 
<laughs> it was a pretty good movie. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. I was like enraged pacing up and down my, my living room when I sent that. that Did you just say he... He paraded the corpse of the film around. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. He showed the film no respect. He danced on the grave of Jurassic Park 1. No, I felt like Jurassic World 1 and 2 danced on the grave of the first film. And then by having Sam Neill and Laura Dern in this one, he dug up the corpse and defiled, defiled it. Is that Jesus. too much to say? No, no, I mean, I think that's fair. It's fucking crap. It, ugh, like... It's just like it's not that hard. Like, I, I, I what don't... was good about the original Jurassic? Why are Jurassic Park so? What's so good about them? The first two that you love so much <laughs> what, about Jurassic fucking Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where do you bloody start, man? It's but just like, the perfect film. Well, like... I suppose I'm asking what was absent in this movie that is present in. Like, how did they fuck it up? I guess. It's just like the in Jurassic Park, like it was just all a novel. Like, yeah, that's a good question. It's hard to hard to think. I'll need to fucking think. Well, about I just, this. I mean, I guess my central thing is: is it dinosaurs? Do they think they can just take dinosaurs from? You know, they they basically watch Jurassic Park and we're like, oh, people love dinosaurs. Right. So if 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 you just like a thing that I think is amazing about Jurassic Park, right, is every scene that happens happens. Like it's there's no faff in it. Like mm-hmm. everything that happens happens for a reason. Like there's so many little details. Like there's a bit where the power cuts out and then it goes back on. So the freezer's left open all night. So all the shit melts and then they turn it back on. So it freezes. And then at one stage later in the film, a kid chases the raptors into or the raptors chase this kid and then they they manage to run into the freezer and the raptors slip because the freezer's been turned off and turned back on. So mm-hmm. it's the water's all icy. That's good. Mm-hmm. The floor's all icy. That's good. Clever stuff, you know. Yeah. That's and then clever. there's other stuff that happens. To Read it. I can't really remember, but like, yeah, there's just loads of bits that happen, and you're like, if you took that scene out, this other scene wouldn't make sense. If you, like, yeah. Whereas this is like, you could have taken so many scenes out, and the whole film would have kept making sense. Like I say, mm. you could take all of it out. You could have just not, it made it, and it would have. <laughs> my like, thing, well, no, I, I just, I think my thing with, with franchises that are made after franchises that they kind of tagged onto them, mm. um, is sometimes like because they know people are gonna go watch the film anyways. Yeah, they, uh, they kind of do whatever they want in a weird way and they kind of obviously you're, you have to hark back and put on all these things they've literally gotten the original cast and put them in this movie <sighs> but like uh they they <laughs> which you you seem very upset about Sick. but um, <laughs> but i don't know i just think that what you know when there's a franchise made after a franchise about a previous one i don't think it's ever gone well i don't think it's ever been d- done good but they just i mean they know the cinema is going to be filled with people yeah you know but like no matter what they do so they kind of i don't know they don't really have to worry about anything it could have been good though you know <laughs> it could have been good man. <laughs> like jurassic world could have been good were i thought any of them gonna... good no uh. they were shit and colin trevor the fucker he's my fucking mortal enemy on this earth <laughs> he when jurassic world was coming out i was like yeah this is going to be so good and I was like on the Twitters and all all the time reading about it and stuff and like he was saying like I am a fucking huge fan of the original movie the original book and I was like oh yes and uh, and he was like talking about how it's going to be super super dedicated to, to the like or super loyal to the original story and like the only character who the only actor who's in the original movie who's in the Jurassic World franchise is Dr. Henry Wu who's the guy who like takes them around the lab and I was like interesting that's you know mm. okay Henry Wu's in there because he's kind of like the geneticist dude and I was like I like yeah. that he's in it okay then I went to see it and I was like fucking Colin Trevor you fucker you just fucking fucked yeah. me here he fucked with me over <laughs> And then I went on the Jurassic Park forums and everyone was like, oh my God, Jurassic World, so amazing. And I was like, you fuckers. (laughs) No one. You've betrayed me. No one is on my side here. I think most people are on your side. I don't think they're very popular films though. But no one, I feel like anyone who's like a real freak about Jurassic Park also likes Jurassic World. Do you think there's that many real freaks about Jurassic Park? I feel like most people in our generation kind of latched on to... Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Well, uh, that's because I'm an intellectual. And then there was a lot. <laughs> and Jurassic a Park is a but, science. I mean, I would tie but... it back to Lord of the Rings and, and The Hobbit came out, obviously, maybe a bit, you know, I was still a bit young or whatever. Mm. But, uh, but you know, Lord of the Rings, my baby, I love it so much. They made The Hobbit. It's not technically, it's in the same universe, but it's not technically the same story. Yeah. Uh, but I love The Hobbit so much. Uh, I don't, that was kind of shit. Don't really feel so bad about it. It hasn't really affected 
anything in my life, you know? Yeah. I, I think like I kind of walked out of it and I was like, oh, that wasn't wasn't so great, but but I still have Lord of the Rings, you know. Do you I not guess. feel like you still well, have? Well, I think I think maybe or do you feel that maybe Jurassic the difference has is, been tarnished. Well, in a way, so up until now, I wouldn't have thought the Jurassic Park's been tarnished, um, but I, what I don't like is like now you know lord of the rings itself like there are loads of fanatics about lord of the rings like and people are fucking go nuts over it and everyone's mm. like oh these lord of the rings heads and uh that doesn't really happen with like jurassic park when i say to people sometimes they're like i like jurassic park they're like oh yeah me too i'm like no no no, no. <laughs> i like really like that movie <laughs> yeah uh, yeah the, uh, so i know the solution by the way i think there's only one thing that could possibly get Jurassic back on track and that Spielberg needs to come back. No, Spielberg actually blew his brains out when this film came out. Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> In no, the no, he actually ran into the Universal Studios back lot and just went. <laughs> Sorry, is that too dark? Yeah, that's no, that might be a bit dark, but that's ah. well, no, actually, no, because I think that's kind of a metaphorical. I was just feeling kidding. He's still have. going. The, yeah, um, of course he is. He's pumping them out. Well, anyway, I was on a roll there. The, uh, the, oh, fuck you. Fuck but, what you but did you like the film? Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Where? Oh, yeah. So the Jurassic Park, <laughs> you know, we're kind of like in the film fandom world, you mm. know, if you say like, I really like Lord of the Rings, people are like, I, yeah. But if you're like, I really like Jurassic Park. Nowadays, you know, if you say, oh, I fucking am obsessed with Lord of the Rings, people aren't going to be like, oh, fucking, you like The Hobbit, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're like, oh, I really love Jurassic Park, people are like, oh, I saw the last one and it was a bit shit. I'm like, no, not that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm okay. talking about Jurassic Park 1993. So, so people think you're talking about... Yeah, people think I'm a fucking nerd who watches fucking Jurassic yeah. Park. Well, the Star modern. Wars has also had this similar kind of thing, you mm. know? The, the But Star Wars movies weren't... Okay, I'm not, I don't know. I'm going to say, well, I, the Star Wars films, when you initially watch them, aren't as bad as as the Jurassic World ones. You know, mm. the, the Star Wars ones are bad within the, you know, the sphere of Star Wars and everything like Which, that. Which, episode one, two, and three? Like, no, I'm talking about the the more recent ones. The, oh, yeah, with, like, with, you the, know? Yeah, with. All yeah. of them, you know? Yeah. Well, but some of them are good, actually. But uh, the, I don't know, like, the. I don't feel maybe there are actually I don't know if, if I want to I, I think there are Star Wars fans who are like you have destroyed my whole fantasy you know my whole baby my life is built because a lot of like my mm. life I feel is kind of a lot of it is Lord of the Rings mm, mm. and if someone really was to just pound it into the ground and make a dog shit Lord of the like this Amazon series that's coming out like maybe it's going to be if it was so bad it would maybe affect yeah it's not nice because yeah. you have like a perfect little thing you know yeah. and then suddenly Why mess people with it? just leave it alone people start but like I could like I, we could do a whole fucking podcast about I might just do if you know let us know in the comments if you'd like to hear me just talk about the film Jurassic Park solo for an hour and a half every let week us know, and I'll do it I'll do it avec plaisir but now one final thing I must say excuse me please um is uh the worst bit about the film which I can't believe I didn't mention in the review spoiler alert but I'm gonna say it anyway uh Sam Neill Dr Alan Grant. Mm. And Laura Dern, Ellie Sattler, kiss in this movie. <gasps> not allowed. Colin Trevorrow, you fucking overstepped big time. They're not allowed kiss. <laughs> They're not. And also anyone listening who, <laughs> anyone listening who would maintain that in the first Jurassic Park movie, they are in a romantic relationship. Fucking come at me because they're not. Oh God. They're <laughs> I Come, think let's uh, meet up. Let's uh, meet up. Mr. Trevor may expect a bomb in the post <laughs> at some point. They're soon. not in a relationship. Yeah. Well, going from bombs in the post to bombs <laughs> in the sky. Gillian's going from me bombs off. in the post to bombs in the sky. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. The yeah. sequel. Wait, what does this have to do with the Jurassic Park movie? This is another movie. It's <laughs> also a movie. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> it's also a movie. It's a movie that's been made. Come on, go. The Top Gun Maverick. Uh, bombs in the sky. Wait. Why did I say bombs in the sky? Top Gun Maverick, uh, the Tom Cruise sequel to his 1980s hit, uh, came out. And this is what I thought. We just got out of Top Gun Maverick, which we watched in the Odeon in East Wall. Um, it's the sequel to Top Gun, which came out in, I'm guessing, the 80s, uh, starring Tom Cruise um, and... What's his name again? Val Kilmer. 
and uh, this one has Tom Ham in his is that his name? John Ham. Tom Ham. <laughs> anyway, uh, Maverick is older now. He is a teacher. He's teaching the Top Guns, but in uh, the Top Gun pack of these guys who are training for this very dangerous mission is the son of his old friend Goose who died while they were on mission together and there's a lot of bad blood between him and Rooster who he acts as kind of like a father figure for but there's also complications there. Uh, he has to train them up for a mission. It's a seemingly impossible mission. Um, how could they possibly do it? Well, under under the supervision of Maverick, who's a Maverick by name, Maverick by nature, uh, he gives them all these crazy stuff and he does things. He literally gets the book, the rule book, and he throws it in the bin, which is a real, uh, you know, that's gives you an idea of what this movie is about. It's about cheese. It's all about cheese. It's all about classic 80s kind of, you know, there's run into the danger zone. And then there's planes going at g-force levels that you've never seen action sequences incredible action sequences uh so so this film was very good i really really enjoyed it you see the thing about cheese mark the thing about cheese and cheesy stuff is cheese is nice cheese is something you want to put on your sandwich nice gooey melted cheese very delicious and that's that's what i like uh, and that's what i want to put on my sandwich and it's what i want to put on top of my spaghetti bolognese is cheese okay and this film was full of it and uh, and i really really enjoyed it tom cruise is at his peak he's like uh he's like the footballer benzema he's having a late career uh you know peak he's i think at his best um your man miles who is in um what's that film called again whiplash he was brilliant in it as as the young rooster i thought it was great this film is i would say impossible not to have a bit of fun at Anna wasn't even feeling it for the first half, and I can see why, because it was kind of a bit, you know, ploddy and very, very cheesy. But then the action sequences towards the end, it was just such an easy film to follow. Even if you don't know anything about the previous film, it was just very easy to follow. I'm giving this 10 G-forces out of, let's say, 12 G-forces. <laughs> Go watch it. All right. 10 out of 12 yeah well That's... I gave it 10 and then Anna looked at me and then I went out of 12 <laughs> <laughs> so my, my my only like and like hesitation with this film was you said it was very cheesy that's good I'm a, mm. have you seen the original Top Gun yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's brilliant. Like, I love that yeah. film. So that scene where Tom Cruise is like playing volleyball in his jeans on on the beach is so good. Yeah, well, <laughs> but the uh... look out for that in the new one. <laughs> <laughs> but my only worry about this was it would have like. Like, whereas the original was, like, genuine, like, French Comté, whereas this would be, like, manufactured cheese. Like, it would be faux cheese. Like, intentional cheese. No, the way they've gone at it is it's nostalgic cheese. So it's mm. uh, it, 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 it's cheese through the spec. It's cheese that we're not actually used to seeing because it's been so long avoided. Mm. You know, it's a rare all cheese. tropes and stuff that... That we haven't seen in maybe like 20 years. Maybe like the early noughties. Is like, the last time. like sexism and stuff. Yeah, like there's even sexism. In <laughs> Fucking <this>. sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> no, but I mean, there is there is like, a, they do deal with that. They have that kind of like, but even that is like, you know, a girl can fly too. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. But uh, it's all done through the, the prism of this real like Hollywood cheese you know this, yeah, this thick yeah. gooey cheese of and i know you're vegan so i'm trying to say this in the right it's way vegan, i'm imagining um, like vegan cheese yeah. yeah it's vegan cheese it's applewood but yeah. anyway the, the it's all done through a nostalgic kind of uh seeing it through these rose tinted goggles of the past and mm. they do a really good job of linking it through the back you know bringing the sun in and uh having it like that was the only way they could have done it i think i don't know if they could have done it in a better way it's like rocky rocky style and the, but the main thing yeah the uh, rocky style and but the main thing is just the action i think it's the action that mm. uh really i don't know if anyone i don't know why tom cruise is so good at action because it feels like but it, it's he's so good at it and and the mm. and the action is so so good and the sequences and the and the and the and yeah, the, yeah. oh my god, he's gonna not do it, but he does it in the end. Mm. All that is so good that it, it just really—it's very cinematic and it really gets you on board. Is the action exclusively airbound? 
Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's pretty much exclusively airbound. I do. It's like when you're describing it, I find it like hard to imagine how long I could pay attention to just purely airbound action. Interesting, but, interesting stat. Do you want to hear an interesting stat about oh, the film? Very much. Yes. More footage was shot on this film than the entire three Lord of the Rings films put together. Oh my god! How long was the movie? The film was two hours, I think. It just ran at two hours, so very Jesus. tight. They didn't have. It didn't feel like there was any fat on this film. No. And uh, for a, like a film like this, they could have gone two hours, thirty-two there's hours. No fat on gone. fucking Tom Cruise's abs. And there's no fat on Tom either. Cruise because that guy, he looks in such good shape. Mm. Tom Cruise is, you know, he's mental, and uh, and you know, he's a bit of a, a local crazy guy. But I, I kind of love him. I, I feel like he's a bit tainted for me now. Like just seeing him, like oh, has he man. done any bad things? I don't know. But like in in real life, mm. um, he's just a. That's a good point. What has he done? He's a Scientologist, and he's done crazy yeah. videos of him getting real hyped about Scientology. We're like, that's yeah. not harming anyone, but it's him and his own bank account. I yeah, suppose. yeah. I mean, I guess Scientology is a you know there's bad stuff going on there, mm. but uh, you know, I would like. I mean. Do, so a lot of yeah, people are Catholic, like, you know. Uncancelled. Not cancelled. Is he, yeah, maybe he's done things. Maybe, maybe he's done things. Know. He also, gives off the vibe of someone who is fucking mental. Yeah. He also yeah. gives off the vibe of someone who would be high key cancelable, but he's not. Yeah, he's still he's managed to maintain it. But so yeah, good movie. Is it no is there because you you've you've alluded potentially, who knows? No mm -hmm. spoilers, but there might be a volleyball on the beach scene. Is it shoehorned full of like Let's say um, I could say this categorically, there's no volleyball on the beach. Okay. Let's see what you're saying. But there. there's a beach. Okay. Sport. Okay, okay. Okay. But is it is there loads of like shoehorned in throwbacks? Because I fucking hate that shit as well. Well um there there is in terms of like people coming back in and stuff like that. Uh, and there is like, you know, the, the, like a lot of the stuff, like he has the motorbikes and the jackets and a lot of this is just from the original film. Mm. But like there are also very tender moments in it. You know, Val Kilmer is in this film uh, and that's not a spoiler. He's, you know, he's all around it. And, mm. you know, he's obviously been suffering from uh, throat cancer, uh, had wow. his throat Didn't removed. Yeah, you know, he's he's been in like he hasn't been in movies yet. He went through a, underwent a lot of surgery and he's in this film and and it's very 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 touching. You know, Val Kilmer someone we watched movies. He's in Heat. And yeah, he's in, he's in Heat. Uh maybe not his best thing, but uh you know, when he's on screen and we all have a relationship with Val Kilmer if you've seen his films, very touching, very very uh, intense. So there mm. are very tender moments in this film and it's action and then it's plucking on the heartstrings okay it, it definitely is like you know when some of those big sequels come out i'm like oh mm. fuck but i saw the trailer for this one and i was like yes okay yeah. i think it's also because like the first film is so do you know what i wonder actually it wouldn't really be possible unless it was a total disaster and a disgrace for this film to over the course of whatever 30 years become a complete fucking CGI fest and I wonder if yeah. that is part of what makes loads of remakes so shitty because they just fucking yeah, shovel well, this CGI was, in this was not CGI at all they, yeah they that's shot, it looks cool yeah it, it was completely shot um, like they would go up in these planes uh, and they would have to click record on the cameras themselves like T. Cruz like yeah like T. Cruz and, and Miles and all the different pilots in the sky they'd have to click record and, and they sometimes they would go up in this plane and get like 12 seconds of footage and come back down god and wait is tom cruise actually flying the plane uh no no that they have i imagine the way they did it was probably <laughs> someone else flying it these are i mean these planes are going like yeah. so fast g4 speed like it's like yeah, yeah so there's uh there's no way he'd be flying it but he does like a lot of the other shit you know that's he, the great thing about thomas he does he does his own shit you know when those planes do that you know when they they i'm doing an action here for people listening with my hand where i would the, say it's like a horizontal no, 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 Z wait, wait, just you watch it goes like this it goes whoosh, whoosh, you know oh thing? yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a 90 degree where the plane like just suddenly goes up and we're going up no it it doesn't no no it's, well, okay. They're taking <laughs> off. They're taking off boats. They're taking off uh, boats a lot. No, but when they're flying in the air, and then like maybe they they got fucking a mig on their tail, and they're like, shit, I got a fucking. What they did that was cool in this film as well, which uh, <laughs> you know, you know, 
Yeah, go ahead. You know, in, in let's say Stranger Things, when it's like, the Russians are the baddies. Yeah, All know yeah. the bad Russians. And it's a bit like fucking hammy the way it is. Uh, in this film, they, I don't think they mention the name of the country mm. once the name of the country that they have to do this mission in. Mm. They just don't mention the name. It's very funny. It's just kind of like, we have to go there. This is the location. But they don't, I don't think at any point they actually mention, I mean, it's, I think quite obviously Russia, yeah, but they, yeah. they don't actually say it at any point, which I thought was kind of really funny. Well, in, in some, I know in Casino Royale anyway, they just like make up country names. They're like yeah. fake ones. Yeah, yeah. I like that too. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying in my head, like I was going to, try and do an example of one but i just literally couldn't think of any that are in a real country trans it's always eastern russia it's always just russia yeah. basically <laughs> it's just russia <laughs> yeah yeah no that sounds good i'm uh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna see that and it sounds like I'll definitely do you know go. what i i went to the i went to um cineworld for the first time ever to see jay park oh um, nice Love actually Cineworld. little side story i went to the pub next door called the Woolshed. Mm. probably the worst place i've ever been in my life australian bar it's disgusting. It smelled like the whole place literally smelled like a toilet. <laughs> and it was the loudest bar I've ever been in my life. Don't this go there. This podcast is brought to you by the Woolshed on Parnell <laughs> Don't Street. Don't go there. Uh, <laughs> Actually, to be honest, the Guinness I had there was decent. But uh, <laughs> the general atmosphere was just... I like, spent Arthur's Day, the first Arthur's Day I spent in there. Why? I don't... I mean, I was like 17 and they were the only place serving. God. Um, anyway. Anyway, if you want a quick pint in before... <laughs> Going to the <laughs> cinema. Don't go there. Go elsewhere. Um, Can I bring up something uh, just that we previously kind of brushed over? Please. We didn't even mention it. Is uh, taking out your phone while watching a movie. I find the presence of my phone gets me more if I'm alone than when I'm with other people. Because yeah, if I'm with other people, I don't... I hate... If I'm watching a film with someone... I've uh, this actually happened with some people recently. John Crew. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, they took their phone when they take their phone out. I'm like, fuck, even if, even if I don't care about the movie, even if they selected the film, mm. if they take their phone out, I'm like, put that fucking phone away. Yeah. You know, it's rude. if you're ever watching a film with me, can't talk to me. What's wrong with me? Huh? This is when someone takes out their phone. Yeah. Like, you want to talk with the world. Yeah, What's exactly. wrong with me? I'm right here. I have but loads also, like, of things to say. Listen, Got we're, little, funny comments can say stuff watching a movie with you. Yeah. Talk, chat to me. Chat to me. Yeah. It's like if we were it's like if you were going for a meal, right? You mm. and your you and your friend went to Eddie Rockets for a nice burger and chips. Mm-hmm. And the next thing they fucking whip Big Mac out of their pocket. Sorry, I've a few bites out of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. He would that like, would be so funny. <laughs> he'd be like, excuse me, focus on the meal. <laughs> no. You gonna... They would a server a server would come over and go, excuse me, yeah. is that a Big Mac? Or you go, yeah, sorry, I I just I love the. I know I bought, but I, I Listen, brought my I just, own. That was burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah. Like I had to fucking check on it. I had to do a temp check. The uh, here's a good old man joke I heard on 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 the radio. Yeah. Uh, two two lads walk into a restaurant. They sit down and they take lunch out of their bag and they put it on the table and they start eating it. And the waiter comes over and says, "You can't eat your own lunch in here." Mm-hmm. And they go, "Oh right." And then they give you. Then they swap lunch. Uh I mean, like I, you, I think you could have executed it. Like, yeah, I forgot. What the, I think that's it. Yeah, and then they and then swap. They swap lunch. <laughs> it's not really like as a sentence. It doesn't like it's, it's not constructed as a typical Who's punchline. Professional comedian in this room. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I'm that's tell true. That one on stage to see how it goes down. And then they swap lunch. And then they swap lunch. But just to just to close this segment, the reason I was talking about that bad pub and the phone is mm-hmm. um, actually no, I want to talk more about the phone. And yeah. then I'll circle back. Yeah. It is, uh, would you would you be, if you're by yourself, would you find you're going on the phone a bit? Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of, this is my new policy. I kind of turn my phone off. Uh, so even, even if you're solo, if you're by yourself. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, but this is like, I've done that in the last week and a half because I want to watch the mm. film. I want to watch it. I sometimes, as, as depressing as this sounds, I sometimes find a film a nice break like you know like sometimes i do intentionally i go upstairs i'll leave it upstairs and i'll be like right it's up there and Mm. it's almost like a nice like calming no phone time which is obviously what it always should be but like it's 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 mad what was this someone was saying to me that watching um regular tv like rte or sky or Mm. bbc or something like that that almost feels like what reading a book felt like 10 years ago Uh, yeah you feel like oh i actually i watched some I watched some real TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I was like reading like fucking 
Charles Dickens or something. It's the <laughs> yeah, same yeah. intellectual level now. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Because uh, doing that is such a rarity. It's such a kind of like, oh, that's a traditional kind of, you know. Traditional medium. It's like playing a vinyl record. <laughs> yeah. The, um, it is, uh, man, the actual TV, the standard of television. Anytime I go to my parents' house and I flick mm. through UPC or whatever they have. Yeah. UPC still exists even. I've they, no um, idea. Fuck me, man. It's bad. Um, Anyway, boy has ass for face. That, that famous <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mitchell, yeah. Mitchell Webb. Boy has an ass for a face. <laughs> yeah, but there's always like my like I'm a extremely overweight person. I'm an extremely sick person. I'm mm. extremely. It's just, oh my god! And also, yeah. the chase is on twenty four seven. Well, I uh, watch Love Island at the moment. Oh, and uh, and so I'm watching like last five minutes of the chase. Mm. Fucking impossible! Impossible to beat them. Oh yeah, the the game is impossible, and they, also, oh, it's charity. So you know they're like the last the one I watched last night, hundred and seventy four grand was going to go to charity, and the fucking chaser, yeah, they're like, villains. Absolutely takes it away. <laughs> I'm looking at them going like, man, would you not just get it wrong? Get it wrong and give all that money mm. to the fucking Great Almond Street. No, they're Ch- villains. That's sick children. Yeah, sick kids. And you're going, no, no, no. I want, yeah. I want to get this question right. What, you know, what color, what colors are on the Irish flag? They're sick in the head. They have too much pride. Yeah. It's like everyone talks about Elon Musk being like the biggest villain of our time, but it's yeah. fucking the chasers. No, it's the chasers. Um, yeah. But just to really circle back now, I was in the wool shed and then I thought, and then I was going to the Cineworld. Cineworld, lovely cinema. Never yeah. been before. It's, it's great. A known one. I think people pretended it was closed during COVID and got up in arms about it, but then it wasn't. It did. It shut down. Well, it's fucking open now. They announced they were closed and then they're open again. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Well, um, anyway. They haven't they do, invited they have like us. F- they haven't fucking invited us for free. Yeah. Yeah. You're free to add us. You're free to add us add anytime. Add us to your screening, please. Um, but I'm going to go see Top Gun in IMAX. I think that'll be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Dolby, Dolby quality. Yeah, that's for you, Tabitha. Um, <laughs> Anyway, what do we uh, do? You think we have time for one more? Or yeah, man, we haven't maybe... done a podcast in ages, so okay, okay, we're okay. gonna do it. I want to talk about it. Okay, okay. The last Let's podcast go. film, God, the the two fucking crisp little hot pests you have during the podcast really loosens you up. It um, does. The the last film that I'm going to review is a film called Jacke Asche, um, and it's a German film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. It's Jackass 4, I think, which is the, I think it's been like 20, 10 years or 20 years or something since the last Jackass film came out. And I wasn't going to watch it, but then one night, you know, when you get home and you're like, I've made my dinner and it's it's getting cold at a rapid speed and I just need something on the screen. All right, man. I just, well, another controversial one, but I just watched two thirds of the new Jackass film, Jackass Forever. Um, and then I'd I'd had my fill. I'd maximised my utility of it. Um, fuck me, man. That is oh, that was so bad to watch. Like, I knew it was going to be bad. I don't know why I put it on, but I was like, maybe I don't know. But there's just something like Jackass. I used to love Jackass when I was a kid. It was so fun, funny. And I don't know. It's a weird combo of like, I don't know if it's because I myself am older. Or because they're older, or I think it's likely both that I found that so grim and dark to watch. Like watching like twenty-two-year-old, you know, degenerates <laughs> like doing funny stunts and like punching each other in the balls and giving each other wedgies and and stuff is like pretty funny, especially when you yourself are like twelve. Um, but as a thirty-year-old watching a bunch of like one of them at one point said he was fifty-four, I think. Like, watch a lot of 50-year-old men just, like, turf themselves downstairs and, like, hurt themselves really bad. It's like, Jesus, like, you're, like, you're the same age as my dad. And, like, if I saw footage of my dad doing something like this, I'd be, like, probably pretty upset by it. Uh, Like, I don't know. Like, you know, as you get older, like, I'm, like, I'm 30 and, like, my body can no longer handle that kind of thrashing. And they're, like, 20 years older than me. So I'd say their bodies must be getting so bashed up and like it's just so tired and it's kind of gross because it all feels so forced like they're all laughing but i'm like oh, i feel like they totally think this isn't funny at all and even like just the banter like they keep punching each other in the balls and stuff 
And like, if one of my friends punched me in the balls, like I wouldn't laugh. I'd probably be pretty angry at them. <laughs> and like, basically, any of the stunts that happen when you're a kid, you're like, "Whoa, he got fucking punked. Um, he got fucking viva la band." And then in this, I just I'd see them doing stunts, and I'd be like, "Wow!" Like if Killian did that to me, I'd probably be pretty upset. <laughs> Um, and then just the fucking grey hair, like the fucking, like, just the way they fall. It's like fucking, ugh, yeah, rubbish, really rubbish. Like, like emotion, like quite like disturbing to watch. Just no, no more. Yeah, it's fucked. That that <laughs> film was fucked. I, it was funny because I've spoken to people since and like yeah. one of my cousins would be a big Jackass fan and he, he said he thought it was, it was good. But I just found like, I think the thing about the original Jackass film, I think what a lot of people feel like listen to our podcast or mm-hmm. listen to podcasts in general is they're just hanging out with some friends mm-hmm. you know and that's like, why yeah that's why you love jackass and you watch jackass because they, they all seem like good friends just yeah. doing silly stuff and like partying and doing silly stuff and you're like great and the first film is like them traveling around and it kind of seemed like you're just with a bunch of silly silly guys mm-hmm. on a holiday whereas this was like a bunch of gray-haired men just like on sets doing mm-hmm. st- stunts that were just very choreographed and like it was fucked and like are the level of stunts still the kind of like you know uh you know put one of your balls into a book and then slam it closed very much so okay okay um but i think for a lot of like the main actors do the t- like they still do some pretty nut stuff like johnny knox will get shot out of a cannon and like um that's great fucking chris pontius i think it's bitten on the right on the right on the penis by a snake <sighs> Still, um, so they're all they're class. They've both done those before. Yeah, but the but they have these new um new cast members who are complete fucking wieners and I hate them. And okay. they're like they're the worst as well because this whatever about seeing the original guys who you thought were all friends kind of older and you know like they're probably not as close anymore. And you know, some of them like Steve-O had a big drug problem had to go to rehab and mm. bam, Margera's gone yeah. because he wasn't allowed to be in the film because he's back on drugs. And Aww. Ryan Dunn, who was a core member of the cast, died. So like, there's been a lot of hardship throughout yeah. the whole thing. So like seeing them all but be that's like, what I thought would be, so I thought this would be kind of emotional because uh, we've got, we know them and they've all gone through these journeys and stuff. I thought that would be kind of, if, and I feel like the main ones are, are Steve-O and, and Johnny Knoxville. So like, yeah. so long as you still have them, well, you know, Chris I, Pontius and Ryan Dunn and, and Bam are kind of like. I think Chris Pontius is up there with the main one. He's party boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's but, true. Yeah, yeah. They're all the but, guys. That's sad about Bam though. I didn't know about that. Yeah. he was. I supp- am very fond of all of them. I, I like them all. Yeah. I think they're all good. But I think just like, so watching them do stunts is like one thing. And that was okay. And I think it would have been nice if they actually did. Maybe I'm being too soft here, but like if they did have like a, oh, it's been a long time and we're all back and blah, blah, blah. We're having fun. Mm. But they it kind of just went straight for just trying to make the same old thing again right from the start. Okay. But then when the new people are in it and you see them doing stuff, they're kind of acting up a bit more for the camera. And it mm. really seems like they're like cast in a movie yeah. or cast to do something like, oh, this isn't funny. You're just yeah. like losers. Well, doing- Cause the, the jackass guys come from an era before social media and stuff like that. Exactly. So they're, kind of, they're just they're Ex- from a different time. And uh, it's really special. Like it's really, you know, their way of <laughs> making videos and stuff was, you know, digital cameras with your friends, Yeah, yeah. you know, and it wasn't even like getting put on YouTube. It was just them fucking around. Exactly. And um, if, I feel like if they made, if they made those films and no one watched them, but them and their friends, they'd be like, Grant. Do they mention Ryan at all? Or do they do anything? There's, they, like, is there any emotional elements to it's this? It's literally just the, well, Same so, as I said, I turned it off after an, after an hour, which, you know, sorry, I know you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. But like also when, when it's a film with no story, it's just a series of stunts and the stunts are, making you upset are any of the stunts <laughs> good though no they're all shit it's, it's just was the an same awful moment when you shit, said my like, dad even though my dad's a bit older than your dad but you know there was like, someone throwing themselves down the stairs and you were like that would make me upset i was like visualizing my dad falling downstairs i got so upset thinking about that it's horrible yeah yeah like the guy preston lacy is only it? young only there should be a cutoff age for jackass you know yeah there's a bit where there's a bit in it where this guy preston lacy He's the kind of the larger gentleman mm-hmm. in the original one. He used to chase Wee Man around all the time. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, those two are yeah back in it. They're but, great. But he, uh, there's a bit in it where he soils himself 
Um, he does that nearly every film as well. So there's a lot. Know, they're doing all the he, classics. It's the greatest hits. When he's younger hits. and he saws himself, you're like, ah, that's funny. But when he's older and he saws himself, you're like, ugh, that's sick. You know? Because <laughs> you actually question, did he, was yeah, it like, on purpose or? Yeah, does that just come out? Like, does he, but would you say like, like that kind of boisterous roughhousing, not for me. If someone punched me in the balls now, I would be proper annoyed. You kind of, when I said, like, if someone punched me in the balls, I'd be really angry. No, no, and you but were I, kind of I like, think maybe. Be funny. No, 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 no. I, I laughed when you said if, if someone punched me in the balls, but you said, I just think someone punches someone else in the balls. I think I would probably laugh at it. I think I would laugh at that. I would. Actually laughing now thinking about it. <laughs> like, it's a funny thing to do, for sure. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, do you remember when you are in secondary school, like, and someone could just punch you in the balls, mm. and you just had to be like, you got me. One you know? time, um, my friend hit a golf ball. Uh, he did a happy Gilmore. He hit the golf ball. It banged off this pole about a meter in front of him, ricocheted back, and it hit my friend's penis. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's very funny. It is good. That was so funny. Like, I haven't laughed that much my entire life. That was the funniest thing that's but like, ever just, happened. There's like, there's one scene in it where they have a quiz, and like, if you get it wrong, I can't even remember what happens. It's basically, something fucking smashes you yeah. in the balls, and it's just like, I like the creative. I like the creative uh, ones God. that have some sort of. You know, there was a really good one when Wee Man and what's his name again, Preston Lacey. Preston Lacey, like Wee Man, tries to bungee jump off Preston Lacey. There is some of that kind of bungee jump, and stuff. so he, he he like Wee Man bungee jumps off, and then the. The like the pre uh, oh, that was the, the wedgie the bungee that was called. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no, no. Wee man bungees off. He tries to just bungee. He's wrapped around Preston, and then he jumps off. But then uh, the force of him, you know, hitting down pulls Preston down. But but Wee man gets a bit of a jolt up from having Preston up there. So he goes up, and then Preston goes down, and then Wee man the the elastic I'm expands, and then Wee man actually gets. Like slammed into the water off Preston's weight. Oh. It's so funny to watch the slow motion. I find it quite hard to visualize that. It was quite. It was quite funny. Uh, it was quite <laughs> funny because of the creativity of it. It was yeah, like really it like they interesting. Did, they were, you know, they, this one it just lacks the the creativity and so. Yeah. I, I, do you remember the one they did? Um, there was two two of my favorite. Dave England, I think, is the funniest one. Yeah, he is. Yeah, because <laughs> he has the funniest kind of whale. He, when he gets hurt, it's just very funny. And he seems like he like if I had to like hang out with anything, he seems to be the least like kind of. Uh, so most of the guys are there. It's most they're the, all there yeah, apart from Bam and, and Ryan um, for obvious reasons. But uh, okay, the um, do you remember the one where they fucking. The, your man cycling around with the baby seat on the back and he keeps doing these really over the top falls off the bike and the baby yeah, gets like yeah, catapulted. Yeah. yeah. That's funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like the grandpa with the balls thing. I think that's really That's not stupid funny. and it's yeah. too... They get that guy a whole movie. That Yeah, and he's in it in this one as well. It's yeah, just like... It's just not funny. I think just once once they all started getting a bit Hollywood as well, it was just like... Ugh. Like, man, do you remember... Wait, did I speak about this last time when Johnny Knoxville was in that film where he pretended to be um like disabled so... He could be in the yeah in the Special Olympics yeah that's not so good that's not what good what was the name of that film it's called The Ringer The Ringer yeah Jesus Christ I watched that as a teenager so and did I loads yeah terrible well, terrible it, really sometimes it. you go through uh, yeah you learn things you at know, least we're always at learning. least no one will ever know yeah <laughs> um well that's this is a long podcast. Yeah, well, well it's okay. Been a while. Yeah, not too long, but I don't it's think been a while. We'll have to really edit yeah. it at all either. No, I don't think so. Straight mm -hmm. up, maybe oh. edit out the bit where I said I laughed at the ringer, even though I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is it. And now, as we always say, we're going to be recording these on the two weeks, every two weeks. Yeah, crystal clear sound quality forever. Dolby Digital. You're welcome, Tabitha. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Um, hit us up on IG. At MK Ultra Film, drop if you want to talk to me about Jurassic Park, hit me up. Um, Give me your address. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, cheers. Cheers.